Hi, everyone. I'm Nicholas Tutara. Welcome to Tutara Time. Well, the Reichstag fire. The Reichstag fire? What's that? Well, it's what happened when Hitler came to power. So I'm just going to read this. This is right from the Holocaust Museum Encyclopedia. The Reichstag fire. On February 27th, 1933, the German parliament, the Reichstag building, burned down. The Nazi leadership and its coalition partners used the fire to claim that communists were planning a violent uprising. They claimed that emergency legislation was needed to prevent this. The resulting act, commonly known as the Reichstag Fire Degree, abolished a number of constitutional protect protections and paved the way for Nazi dictatorship. That was in 1933, and I remind everybody out there that Hitler was elected to power, and then when he came to power, he quickly started consolidating his power and eliminating his political opponents. The Reichstag fire, which it turns out after the fact, we learned that it was indeed, they believe it was set by the Nazis, but Hitler used it and blamed it on the communists so he could crack down on free speech in the country and other constitutional liberties. So it seems that a play, a play out of the fascist playbook is to create a crisis and then accuse your enemies of it. Now, there are similarities with the Capitol riot. Uh, the Capitol riot, you know, from what it looks like, it was Trump supporters, but there were other people mixed into the crowd, Antifa, a uh, few people have been arrested who have been associated with Antifa. And truthfully, we really don't know enough about it to know what really went down because we're not really getting that many details. They're, they're keeping the information very guarded and very protected. But even if it was only Trump supporters, the left has a statement that they never let a crisis go to waste. And they're not letting this crisis go to waste. They are doing exactly what happened here in 1933. They are claiming that this uprising at the Capitol, we need to be protected from it and that we have to have our freedoms cracked down on. John Brennan, ex-head of the CIA, Joe Biden's administration, they're talking about domestic violent extremists. They're going to start hunting down domestic violent extremists the way that they went after Al-Qaeda and ISIS. So they're declaring citizens within our own country to be on the level of Al-Qaeda and ISIS. I mean, that is absurd. I mean, ISIS beheads people, they drown people in cages, they plant roadsides bombs. Al-Qaeda, the same thing. They pulled off 9-11, murdered 3,000 Americans in one day. They've carried out terrorist attacks all over the world. And they're comparing that. The Democrats in power are comparing United States citizens who support Donald Trump to these Islamic fundamentalist terrorists. It's a terrible thing that's happening and it really has no basis in reality. If somebody commits a violent act, absolutely, they should be prosecuted for it. But they're talking about people going after people just for what they believe. I don't see any terrorist attack from these pro-Trump groups. Again, we don't know what happened at the Capitol riots. And they say five people died there. We know one of them, unfortunately, Ashley Babbitt, that woman who was shot at point blank range, which nobody seems to be making any 
uh, comment on, and nobody seems to be upset by it. The other people, when you look into the details of their deaths, one was a heart attack, the other one was a stroke. Uh, the, the, the police officer who they say was killed, turns out there's text messages of him from him after the event saying he was okay, he was roughed up. Turns out he did die of a stroke also. We don't really know the details. They're guarding the details. And they're using what happened at the Capitol as an excuse to clamp down on our freedoms. Second part of this Reichstag fire, one of the things that happened, number one, this is again off the Holocaust Museum website, implemented one day after the fire, the decree suspended the right to assembly, freedom of speech, freedom of the press, and other constitutional protections, including all restraints on police investigations, and it remained in effect up until the Nazis were defeated in 1945. So we see this happening. Since Joe Biden has come to office, we have had bans on speech. We have had parlor deplatformed. We have had uh, people banned on Facebook. Donald Trump, the president of the United States, was banned on Facebook and Twitter. His accounts were taken down. I mean, that's insane. 75 million people can no longer communicate or hear the messages from the man that they voted for. And this second impeachment is about cracking down on our free speech and our right to vote who, for who we want to vote for. Freedom of assembly has already really basically been taken away through the COVID virus. And they're cracking down on all our constitutional rights. They, I, I actually got a flag. I've been, uh, I'm in Facebook jail for 30 days for posting factual information. And they also are now moving after guns. Jin Psaki was out there today talking about Biden's plans for guns. If you look at them, they're ominous. Huge taxes on guns, huge fees for guns, having to be uh, psychologically evaluated before you could get a gun. They want, in order to get a gun, they want a registry and they want you, they want the person asking for the gun that that person's ex-wife or people they were in relationship with to be interviewed and swear to this person's stability. I mean, that's a recipe for disaster because there are plenty of people who are dangerous in those situations. And if, if the government takes your gun away, it's leaving you vulnerable to a spouse who might want to injure you. So if a woman goes and applies for a gun and they interview her ex-husband and she says, no, he says, no, this woman can't have a gun. She's a threat. She's a danger and they deny her the gun, well, now she's vulnerable to somebody, her ex, who's possibly violent. So they are going to try to restrict guns to such a degree that it's basically so economically impossible for you to have a gun. And eventually they'll, turn, they'll start banning assault weapons, as they call them, AR-15s. They are banning the amount of ammunition that you could buy. If you buy a gun now, you get you get a magazine with 20 rounds in it. I mean, what is that going to do for you? So they're limiting our free speech and they are limiting our Second Amendment. They've limited our right to assembly. These are all the things that Hitler put in place when he came to power. And he did it under the excuse of the Reichstag. There was an attack on the German parliament. So he must, he needed to crack down on individual liberties. 
I'm not saying that's what they're doing now, but if you wanted to do something now, that would be the way to do it. And that seems to be the playbook they're following. And one more thing, this Ashley Bob, unfortunately this woman who was killed at the Capitol, you don't hear any uproar about that. She was shot unarmed at point blank range. She was a white Trump supporter. Could you imagine if she was a Black Lives Matter activist who was unarmed and shot point blank by police? The country would be on fire, but the media doesn't even comment on it or say anything about it at all. They almost act as if she deserved it. It's really terrible. They could have certainly subdued that woman. They could have arrested her. She was climbing, going through a glass door that had been broken. All they had to do was pull her through and arrest her and cuff her and arrest her. But they didn't do that. And nobody seems to mind. Folks, we're in very dark days. We have to keep speaking out for freedom. We have to keep speaking out for liberty. So join me again on Tutora Time. Mm -hmm.